We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she, he's Grogu. He's Grogu. Brenda is enjoying some well-deserved R&R time with her husband, Butch, and they are on a cruise. It seems like April, May, the springtime, it seems like that has become the new June, because that's when everybody's taking vacations, at least here on the show. Yeah. But anyway, we're on the road with Mickey. Hey, Grogu, how you doing, buddy? He's sad Brenda's not here. You know, who isn't, right? Uh, I know, buddy. I miss her, too. But she's having fun. And and it's well-deserved. It is very well-deserved. And we will be okay without her for a couple more episodes. Not very many, though. I think she'll be back next week. Yeah, but it seems like she's taking a vacation every other week. So we might end up losing her the week after. Who knows? Maybe not. Hopefully, we've got a good string of Brenda coming. But anyway, we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode 166 for April 17th, 2023. And this week, we are going to that other park. We are taking a trip to Universal Orlando Resort. And we are going to talk about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yep. But first things first, we can't have a show without some cheese. Exactly. Even if the show isn't focusing on Mickey as much this time. Right. But we do have two bits of great cheddar. Yeah. Confirmed cheddar, not cheese whiz, not fake cheese, real cheese. And Sophie, you start us off. Yes, please. The Epcot International Food and Wine Festival dates have been released. If you want to go to the festival, be sure to go between July 27th and November 18th of 2023. That is 114 days this year for the festival. I love the Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, it's a great... You know what? It's, It's on par... With going to the North Carolina State Fair and walking the food concourse. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's better than that. The food concourse at the State Fair is yummy, but it is so dang crowded. And there's no actual concrete pavement to walk on. Mm. Well, there is there is pavement. On some of the places, not all of them. Okay. Anyway, I'll let that go. We're just going to let it slide. We won't we won't compare the Food and Wine Festival with the North Carolina State Fair ever again. <laughs> we can go to them both this year. Okay. Well, also at Epcot, beginning on June 14th, 2023, the Garden Grill Restaurant will be resumed serving breakfast. When they reopened, it was dinner only, and now breakfast is back, so you can enjoy cinnamon breakfast bread, scrambled eggs, 
cheesy potato casserole, Mickey-shaped waffles, smoked bacon, fruit, and on and on and on. So much more. Um, and it's all served in like a big cast iron skillet. All you can, all you care to. Eat. And um, the yeah, prices. you're making me hungry. Yeah, well, we are recording in the morning, so oh. the prices are forty-two dollars per adult and twenty-seven dollars per child, ages three to nine. Under three, of course, is free. Over ten is an adult price, so just remember that. But you know what? I thought it would be higher. I mean, that is still a lot of money. If it's a family of three, you're looking at eighty-four plus twenty-seven, one hundred and eleven dollars. For breakfast Which is a lot of money But you're going to eat a lot of food And you're going to get your money's worth And you're going to go And that'll keep you probably well past noon For your lunch So Yeah So you'll definitely eat the carbs And eat the calories And then Mm -hmm. burn them all off at Epcot As you go into the different rides And walk through the World Showcase and everything So Yeah And the thing about Epcot is you definitely have to um, eat a big breakfast because I have found, despite there being so much food around World Showcase, me and my party, we forget to eat when we're at Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of money, but I think it could have been worse. So I'm kind of pleasantly surprised by that number. Plus, isn't it still cheaper than the dinner prices? It is cheaper than the dinner prices. Yeah, that's what I thought. So who knows? Maybe I want to go to the Garden Grill for breakfast sometime, Daddy. You know, we've never been there for breakfast. Yeah, but now you've made me hungry. There you go. Well, that's our cheddar. We normally would have one more, but Brenda's not here. So we won't have a cheddar for Brenda. Mm. But, um, But next week, maybe we'll have double. Maybe we'll have two for each of us. I don't know. But that was good cheddar. Now we're moving on. And what we're talking about is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And what we're going to do is, is, you know, originally I was thinking, why don't we just do a walkthrough like we're at the park and we're at each of the sections and what we're seeing and everything like that. But I felt like that wasn't quite as cool as um, it's harder to describe over audio and us talking about it. That's something that yeah. really requires like us doing a Facebook Live or a recording for YouTube and stuff like mm-hmm. that while we're actually there. Yeah. So instead, what we're going to do is we are going to talk about five things that we want to do or have already done and would like to do again. At the Wizarding World of Harry Potter And um, whether we're looking at um, Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios Florida Or even Universal Hollywood So, so Sophie, you're going to start us off Give us your first one And then we're going to kind of go around and round and round Till we all fall down Alright then Or until we get to number five Or until we get done, yep Okay then Well, confession time Me and my dad We don't really have much experience with With Universal Studios And that's why we don't talk about it As much on the show But what experience I do have with Universal 
is almost entirely the wizarding world of Harry Potter. And my experience comes most from Universal Studios Hollywood because, again, when I was younger, I would go to visit Jagan over the summer and she lives in Los Angeles. So she and I, we would go to Universal Studios for a day. And because I don't have much experience with Universal otherwise, I was immediately drawn to that, which I know, which is Harry Potter. So we spent a lot of our time there. Uh, the one in Universal Studios Hollywood is themed after Hogsmeade. They don't have a Diagon Alley like they do in Orlando. Mm -hmm. But I am racking my brain here. And the thing that I remember most from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Los Angeles and Hollywood was that that is where I got my first wizarding wand. Official, my only official wizarding wand. And obviously, I was a smart person and I chose the Elder Wand. <laughs> <laughs> and those things are really, really cool. They are interactive. If you don't know that, you can cast spells with them. And yep. Jagan and I, we each got a wand and... We were casting all sorts of spells. We made dresses float. We made cauldrons bubble. I'm pretty sure at one point we even flooded a shop window of some sort. Cool. But it is just so cool. And that is one of the best things about Harry Potter world in both of the parks is that you can cast spells with your wand. You can get robes to match your house. There is just so much fun to be had that isn't even part of the rides okay so visiting universal hollywood with jagan mm -hmm. that's what started it all that's what started it okay well i am limiting i've never been to universal hollywood and i'm limiting my choices to um both universal studios orlando and also, well, it's Universal Studios Florida, correction, Mike. Um, and also Islands of Adventure. Islands of Adventure is where Hogsmeade is. And that mm -hmm. was the original part of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter that opened first. And then they added the Diagon Alley section, which is at Universal Studios Florida. And they connected them together with the Hogwarts Express. Um. And so, tip for those listening, if you've never been to Universal mm. and you want to go to Universal, talk to me. I'd be happy to do a quote for you and help you with that. But the one essential thing you need is you need a part-to-part -part ticket. Because if you do not have a part-to-part -part ticket, then you're limited to either going to Universal Studios Florida for the day or you're, you're limited to going to Islands of Adventure for the day. And without a park-to-park -park ticket, you will not be able to ride the Hogwarts Express between the two parks. So that is essential, park-to-park -park ticket. And since they're so close, it's kind of like on par with going to Disneyland and California Adventure. They are limited. They are literally across the street practically from each other. So you really do want 
to have a park to park ticket like you would want a park hopper at Disneyland um, so that you can go between the two really easily. Um, so park to park ticket is essential for Universal Studios and, and Islands of Adventure. But anyway, back on topic. Um, the thing I want to try, I have not tried it. I had the opportunity and I wigged out and I'm not going to wig out next time. But I want to, and I think, Sophie, it would be so cool if you and I rode this together. Yeah. I want to ride Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. (gasps) That is an awesome ride. I have ridden that, and I think you would love it. (laughs) You have ridden it, okay. Yeah. I didn't know you'd ridden it. (laughs) Actually, wait. No, I got... I was getting myself confused. I've ridden Flight of the Hippogriff. I've not ridden the Magical Motorbike. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You would love it. And it's the it's the scene when they're leaving the house in the last books and they are going um and Hagrid takes Harry on the motorbike, which was which was Sirius Black's motorbike. Yep. And so Hagrid's on the motorcycle and Harry Potter was um was in the sidecar yeah so in this you have a you have the motorcycle and you have the sidecar and i think it'd be so cool for me to ride the motorbike and you sit in the sidecar (laughs) i would would agree with that so that is all my things to do um that of course is at islands of adventure Mm -hmm. and that would be that is definitely on my list of stuff i have got to do at some point in my life and i i didn't do it before and i should have but anyway that's looking back we're looking forward aren't we sophie yeah and of course if we're looking forward then that means we can plan our trip that's right all right then well i guess it's my turn again it is your turn okay then again hopping back over to hollywood because that's where most of my experience is When I was there, uh, this was one of the, wait, no, I was never at Hollywood with my parents, and so I apologize. So it's not necessarily at Hollywood. It is at one of the Universal Studios. But in both parks, I believe, I'm pretty sure, there is a ride called Hogwarts The Forbidden Journey. And basically, it's actually... On Daddy's background, for those of you who are watching us on YouTube, my dad has a picture of Hogwarts in mm-hmm. his castle. background. And me, I obviously have my classic Cinderella castle that I will never change because I love this photo so much. But, so in the Hogwarts replicas in both of the parks, there is a ride called the Forbidden Journey. And basically, you are... In Hogwarts, you go in and Hermione enchants some brooms for you and the rest of the people you're riding with to fly on, even though it's not really allowed. And it takes you all throughout the different areas of Harry Potter world. It is not just in Hogwarts. It takes you into the Forbidden Forest. It takes you into the Chamber of Secrets. 
The only places I think it doesn't go are the Ministry of Magic and Azkaban, but that's okay. I don't need to go there just yet. Yep. And I'm trying to think of what else to say. Oh, I know now. So it was at Universal Orlando, which is what I'll be calling it because Florida, Universal Florida, that just doesn't make sense to me. Well, Forbidden Journey is at Islands of Adventure mm-hmm. because it's Hogwarts Castle, which, which is on the Hogsmeade side. You're right. Um, but anyway, it is a really cool really cool attraction you are absolutely right yeah. and, and it's the forbidden journey because you are riding your broomstick like you mm-hmm. said and muggles aren't supposed to ride broomsticks that's the only thing i don't like about the ride i am very clearly a witch yeah i know but most of the people that go to universal are muggles it's not my fault that my letter got lost somewhere Yes, this is true. It is not your fault. Um, but anyway. <sighs> anyway. That was a bad outpost day. Yeah, and it's fine because I still got to go to Hogwarts and I even dragged my mom with me. That's right. I That's was right. insistent that she ride it with me because I thought she would like it. And I think I was right. I'm yeah, not I entirely think she sure. Liked it. Yeah, I think mommy liked it. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, that's a good choice. Yeah. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey mm-hmm. is a great one. Another great one is Escape from Gringotts over at Diagon. Been. That's a Diagon Alley. Yeah. And that is a great one to ride as well. And you haven't ridden it, but we need to change that. And it's not on my list, actually. Oh, <laughs> I thought that's what you were talking about. No, I was just giving a little filler. Those are the two huge ones. Um, you know, I, I'm focusing more on the experiences and less on the attractions. So for me, um, what makes the Wizarding World of Harry Potter so cool is how immersive you feel like you're in. It's like when you're at Star, at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you're on Batuu. Simple mm-hmm. as that, you know, um, and you're and you're immersed into that environment. When you're at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, you're you're living the books, you know. And part of that, to me, is I want to go to Ollivanders. I want to go to, now. There's two. There's two stores for Ollivanders. There's the one at Diagon Alley. There's also the one at Hogsmeade. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm going to um, be a purist and say I want to go to the one at Diagon Alley because that's the one that Harry went to. <laughs> that's where he got his first wand. Yeah. So I want to go to Ollivander's wand shop mm-hmm. and I want to see what wand chooses me. And maybe they'll all just laugh and say you're a squib and you can't use a wand. I don't oh, know. Daddy. That's not quite how it works. Yeah, see? I know. I know. I'm just getting yeah. into the... Into the immersion of it, like the one is the wizard, right? Fair enough, and for the most part, you're right. If you want me to explain it to the listeners, I could. Okay, go ahead. All right, so I have been to the Ollivanders at Hogsmeade and 
Universal Hollywood. That's the one that I went to because that's the only one there was. Mm -hmm. Well, so here's how it works. You and a bunch of other people are chosen and put into this room where a wand keeper, which is really just a paid actor, but we're not going to say that. Shh. He goes in and he selects one person. That person gets to um, do the interactive wand choosing, the wand choosing them. That person is the only one in the entire party that gets to do it. Everybody just watches. Yeah. Well, and then afterwards, it's not just a um, leave it up to chance. Afterwards, you can go once the person has chosen their wand, they will have the opportunity to purchase it. Everybody will follow the party into the back room of the shop, which is where the actual shop is. And not only will that person get to purchase they, their wand if they want to, everybody else will get to purchase it as well. Well, not it, but one of their choosing. Right. I chose the Elder Wand. That's how I got the Elder Wand. Otherwise, I would have a completely different wand. And a lot of the um, options that you have to choose are actually wands from the characters. So mine was obviously Alvis Dumbledore. Uh, there was a Snape wand. There was a Hermione wand. I think Jaken has a whole collection of these wands. She might. She might. There's just a lot to do. Yep. So that's how the experience works. That's how it works in this world mm -hmm. but not in the the way it not, works in the books not in the books not in the that's movies okay, either yeah that's okay all right so olivanders mm -hmm. is on my list of things i want to experience yes okay what's next for you sophie i am going to jump the gun and i'm gonna finally talk about something that is definitely in Universal Orlando, and that is the Leaky Cauldron. Mm -hmm. Now, this is me getting on to food because you know me, I have to talk about food. The Leaky Cauldron is the restaurant in Diagon Alley, so it's definitely in Universal. It's not an Islands of Adventure, and it yep. has some of the best fish and chips that I have ever tasted outside of Disney. Oh, wow. Yes, they are so stinking good. It, I had fish and chips, and I think it was lemonade. And maybe hunger is the best seasoning, but I gobbled that stuff up. It was so stinking good. And of course, it looks like the actual leaky cauldron, with the exception of there are no rooms for you to go explore in the inn, and that's fine. Right. But there were a bunch of people there. It's clearly a popular destination, as it should be. Mm -hmm. And it's just, that's the beauty of the wizarding world of Harry Potter. It is immersive, like Daddy said. And if only they could do that everywhere with all of the attractions and all of Universal Studios and all of Disney World, that would be pure paradise for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm what? going to change my order just slightly because mm -hmm. you had the leaky cauldron down. 
You also had the leaky cauldron? No, I had the three broomsticks. Oh. Over at Islands of Adventure. Okay. And of course, that's in Hogsmeade. Mm-hmm. And the three broomsticks is another great place to eat. And they have really good food. Really good food. The thing about it is that's really neat for me is that both the leaky cauldron and the three broomsticks are counter service. You don't need a reservation to eat at these places. Yeah. You can just walk right up and you can um you can order and then go get a table and have a seat and get your food and enjoy your lunch or enjoy your dinner or whatever. Um they also have though a special Harry Potter um um not program but a package if you are interested in and getting really into the nitty gritty of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and you want to book a trip, mm-hmm. you can do an exclusive Harry Potter package that also will include um, eating at these restaurants, but you get to choose a breakfast time when you actually do choose like a reservation time. You don't have to make a reservation, but you specify a time and that way you get to enjoy it and there's not as many people and you get to enjoy your breakfast there um the other side of that is also in that package they have at shutter bun is it shutter buns uh... um, i think shutter buttons studio uh, let me confirm that they have a photography package that is really neat because it will um Give you a movable picture mm-hmm. Just like you see when you um, Let's see here shopping When you are um, doing your pictures In the Wizarding World of Harry Potter So it is Shutter Buttons And that's on the Universal Studios Florida side And you actually As part of that package You actually get to pick a reservation time and get a photo a photo shoot with your family so similar to like a photo pass thing Um, but one of the things that's really neat is that you get to have that package of the movable picture of you guys all moving around in your picture frame like you see in harry potter so that's kind of cool so that is that's kind of neat. And those are just some of the things. There's also keepsakes and stuff like that as part of that package that are kind of neat as well. But um, but anyway, three broomsticks, breakfast, and also throughout the day, three broomsticks is a really neat and and like we like we've been saying, this whole area is very really neat. And it's really realistic and it really feels like you're back in the movies mm-hmm. or in the books, you know. So Three Broomsticks is another great place to eat. So, yeah. So, next on your list, Sophie. Okay. All right. I will say something, Daddy. Uh huh. When you mentioned the escape from Gringotts, I originally put it on my list because you mentioned it. But if I'm being honest, I'm saving the thing that I haven't done for the very, very last. 
Okay. And I'm actually going back to talk about something that I have done because mm -hmm. I have a lot of memories of the wizarding world of Harry Potter and I just want to reminisce on them. And my one of the fondest memories I have, and it's again visiting Universal with Jagan. We went to this little unknown place called Honeydukes. Oh yeah. That is the sweet shop that you will find in Hogsmeade, and it mm -hmm. is so amazing. We There were even some gluten-free options that Jagan could indulge in with me, and I just really enjoyed that shop, and there were two things specifically that I got that I really enjoy. One of them was a pygmy puff. And for those of you who know what that is, good for you. It's just a tiny little pink or purple creature that could fit in the palm of your hand. And it's just meant to be a little um, companion. It, of course, it wasn't real. It was just a plushie for me. But still, that thing was so stinking cute. And I'm happy that I got it. And another thing that I got was a chocolate frog. Yeah. Did the frog move around? Lord, no. <laughs> no, I would not have got it if it actually moved. <laughs> okay. But let me tell you this. Universal, when it comes to their sweets, they don't skimp. Yeah. That chocolate frog was completely solid. Hey, it can I share me... a screen while you talk about the chocolate frog? Absolutely. Go ahead. All right. But keep talking. It took me... At least a week to eat that thing. Yep, there it is. Isn't that awesome? Yes, it's completely solid in there. Wow. You could not eat that thing in one sitting. I have no idea how they did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the thing about the chocolate frogs, they are accurate to the movie. You will find them in those boxes. Those are just like they are in the movie. And they each have a special playing card inside. Not a playing card, but like a baseball card, but it's for wizards. Mm -hmm. And I only have one. But the one, that, the one I have is a lady by the name of Jocunda Sykes. She oh. is the Wizarding World's Amelia Earhart. Okay. She is famous for being the first ever Atlantic broom riding crosser. Wow. Yes. Could you imagine riding your broomstick all the way across the Atlantic? To be fair, I have a feeling that broomsticks move a lot faster than planes if you want them to. But still, you're up higher. You got to stay away so people don't see you. So that means you're up higher. It means you're probably pretty cold. Yeah. Well, that's good stuff, Sophie. I've yep. never been in Honey Dukes. But it looking is. at those pictures makes me want to go check out <laughs> Honey Dukes. Definitely. So, there is a lot good. of fun stuff in Honey Dukes. And I'm pretty sure that in the Diagon Alley version, they have the Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, which is like mm -hmm. a prank stop. But I have a feeling it's pretty close to Honey Dukes as well. It could be. Um, you know, one place... Speaking of food, like we, we tend to get off on the next place on my list that I love. I've been there. I went mm -hmm. there with Brenda and her sister 
Pam, and we all had ice cream. Mm. And we were at Florian Fortescue's Ice Cream Parlor, and Ooh. it was so good. This ice cream was so soft, and we had it in waffle cones. I had so a waffle. Good. It was so good, but it was so soft. It was melting on me, but it was so good. It was worth every drip. Oh my gosh! Dang it! I want ice cream now. Yep. But it is it is a great place to get a get an ice cream. Yeah. Um, and it's really good. And that is on the Universal Studios side. Yeah. So. so that's in Diagon Alley. Yes. Oh, by the way, for those of you you who were wondering, they have a Nocturne Alley. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nocturne Alley and it's kind of dark, just like Nocturne Alley would be. Mm-hmm. And there's a what is it? Borgen and Burks. Yep, that's the um, dark arts shop. They have uh-huh. a lot of dark and creepy stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of neat to go down and and you know what? It, it's like I said, it's so immersive. It's like very... you're walking in Diagon Alley and there's this little dark alleyway to the left or right, I can't remember which, and that's Nocturne Alley. And you go down it and it gets darker and darker and it's kind of creepy and it just fits the environment perfectly. Mm-hmm. So so they also, did a really good job of of capturing all that. Also, can we just talk about the word plays from the book, the puns, Diagon Alley, Diagonally, Nocturnally, Nocturnally? It is, the word play is good. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure I'm the last person to notice that. No, I was because I didn't have any idea what word plays you were talking about. So you said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Greg well, was like, I knew all along. Yeah, yeah, we know. But you're 50 years old. Give me a break. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so Florian Fortescue's Ice Cream Parlor is a can't miss. Yeah. If you like ice cream. <sighs> All right. Well, that very quickly takes us to number five. Which is really number one, because this is what I'm most excited about. All right. Well, talk about it, Soph. Yes. The one and only thing on my list that is a something I want to do, not a something I have done, but would like to do again. I want and this is why I have not done it yet because it technically does not exist yet. It's currently under construction. Mm-hmm. Epic Universe. That is yeah. the third Universal Studios um, park that is coming to Orlando. And mm-hmm. there, it has been confirmed, there is going to be a Wizarding World of Harry Potter addition to this park. So we're three for three. And while I'm talking, I'm actually going to go ahead and share my screen so that those who are watching can see exactly what I'm talking about. This is the um, concept map for the Epic Universe Universal Park. It is currently under construction. We have seen it 
I have seen it while I was down for Megacon Orlando because they are building it right next to the Orange County Convention Center. And I saw them working on the hotel, which honestly, I have no idea what to make of the hotel because while they were working on it, it looked either like a cruise ship or it looked like a mid-century modern thing, but it does not seem to be the case. It looks like something completely different. Actually, it almost looks like it's under the sea somehow. Uh-huh. But right next to the hotel, you can see right here, there is a confirmed Wizarding World addition to the Harry Potter world, and it looks like it's going to be themed after the Ministry of Magic. And of course, this is not oh, all set in stone, really cool. but that's what it's showing right here, because obviously you can see there are a lot of possibilities and canceled stuff. You have a canceled restaurant, a possible Starbucks, rumored flat ride. There's a lot of stuff here. Right. And of course, along with the Wizarding World, I'm just going to go off on a tangent here. You have like a Universal Villains area. You have the Super Nintendo World that we know is coming because that is confirmed. And you have a How to Train Your Dragon World, which is absolutely massive. Yeah, in fact, Super Nintendo World is already open at Universal Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of neat that they'll be bringing it over to Epic Universe. Mm -hmm. So... So yeah, it, it, there's a lot to it, and it makes a lot more sense now when you factor in that it's going to be the Ministry of Magic area, yeah. because I was like, I, I mean, that's that map, that drawing was on a, on a non-universal website, so I wasn't yeah. sure if that was just wishful thinking or not, but yes. it makes it seem more believable now mm -hmm. that you think about it that way, so we're going to we're going to really as as they get really going into that we're going to maybe look into some updates on that as we get into it and see exactly how close to fruition that that comes and see what really how it shapes out because that'll be kind of neat yes and for those of you who are wondering where i pulled that map from it is from orlandoparkstop.com they have an entire blog post talking about this new wizarding world and i for one agree with them i think it's going to be a ministry of magic dark ride yeah i think that would be kind of neat and can you imagine having um, a transportation means where yeah you yeah. do so let's say you are in you're at hogsmeade and you need to get to the Ministry of Magic like they had to in the books, and they ride the the hippogriffs to London yeah. to go to the Ministry of Magic. Mm -hmm. That would be kind of cool to have a ride like that that took you to that section of the new park. Yeah. And that would be like the Hogwarts Express, which is number five on my list because it's a train even though it's not quite a train, it's a train in my mind. Um, and that takes us between Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios and vice versa. And what I really like about it is, you know, I told you, you need to have a park to park. And that's, you know, that's a given now. But um, what really is neat is that when you're going from Universal Studios 
to Islands of Adventure from Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade, you see the scenes as if you were going from London to Hogsmeade. Yeah. Going to school. So you see the scenes like they would have seen in the books and would have talked about in the books. And then when you coming from Hogsmeade back to London, back to King's Cross and to Diagon Alley, you see the scenes as if when they're leaving Hogsmeade and getting to London. So it's two different rides, really. It's worth riding twice, once each way, so that you can really experience how you would experience it each way. It's kind of neat. So Hogwarts Express is is one of those neat things because it's it's a it's it's an attraction but it's also transportation it's a transportation stop and it's an experience because of the different scenes yeah. that you experience in the in this in the windows so so it's kind of neat and you're sitting in a train car just like you they were in the cars in the that they were in when they were going and the all that detail that you heard um in the storylines so it's like you're in the immersed yet again in the books and in the movies mm-hmm. so so really cool worth checking out yeah so there is one single question i have regarding the epic universe um mm-hmm. if they do plan to do like a transportation attraction between epic universe and the other two parks and that question is this it looks to me at least from what I understand, Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios, they are right next to each other. But this Epic Universe Park, it does not look like it's anywhere near the other two. Hmm. I, I don't think it's that far away. Well, yeah, I don't think it's that far away either. But in terms of making a transportation attraction to link the two of them up how long would you be there i don't know en route from one to another and there may not be any plans there may not i was just i was just speculating how cool it would be if you could ride a hippogriff i agree one to the other that would be really cool i agree with that and i also think that they should at least try because the other two are linked up why can't Mm mm-hmm Park number three be linked up with the others. I'm just wondering how exactly they would go about it. I don't know. I have to investigate exactly the geography to see what might work. And I mm-hmm. haven't done that. So that's on my list. All um, right. But that, my friends, that wraps up our feature topic. Yep. I hope it has wet your whistle to go take a tour of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and then after you're done with that to also enjoy the rest of islands of adventure and universal studios florida because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of things to see and do it at that park at those parks we haven't even discussed the others yeah we didn't even get into i mean we weren't intending to but we also haven't even touched on volcano bay which some would say is the absolute best water park Anywhere in the Orlando area Hmm I mean I've never been It all depends on what you're looking for But it's definitely got Some positives So Anyway 
that's that's something we have to experience and then talk about later. Absolutely. But for now, it is now time for this day in Disney history for April 17th. All so right, Seth, then. You go to it. All right, then. Well, I'm taking us all the way back to this. I just realized it's 2023. This happened 99 years ago. There you go. 99 years ago. In 1924. Uh-huh. Metro Pictures, Goldwyn Pictures, and the Lewis B. Mayer Company merged to form Metro Goldwyn Mayer, or MGM. Whoa. MGM will become one of the biggest producers and distributors of films and television programs and even team up with Disney to open a Florida theme park in 1989 called Disney MGM Studios. Though today it is known as Disney's Hollywood Studios. Nice. Yep. I just thought that was so cool and I had to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. How many people out there consider Hollywood Studios to be called MGM? I remember when it was called that. Yeah. You never went there when it was MGM. I thought I did. Because it was changed to Hollywood Studios soon after you were born. I don't remember the exact day. but You know what? That's fair. But... um. A lot, of, a lot of the people out there, the purists, still call it MGM. And you know what, Daddy? I think I remember at least hearing about the MGM Studios. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, my tiny Sophie child brain thought that when MGM Studios went away, that they were completely knocking everything down and building an entirely new park in its place. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what happened. I now know. No, they did not, obviously. Um, but you know what? It's easy to to think about that. And part of the reason is the name change is significant enough that if, if you if you're not thinking about it, if you don't live in that world, you think, Oh wow, we got a new park. It's Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. And you don't think about the fact that oops, that there's some things that were there already. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, it is time to stump uh, the soap. And you know what? That name is ironic. Yeah. <laughs> I have just pulled up the book because I forgot to look it up earlier. Oh, no. And I have one. And um, this might be easy or it might be really hard because I'm just now getting my clues. Shall I entertain the audience with some amazing whistling? No, because I have them all here. Um, oh, come on. This character... Well, if you want to do some dramatic whistling, go ahead. That was impressive, actually. <laughs> Ever since you said wet the whistle, I was like, oh, I got to do that. That is so cool. <laughs> okay, now back to Disney. 
Okay. This character. This this is an odd clue. And I'm going to give more away than I probably would normally. But I want the, you to give away as little as possible. Well, okay. But this character's appearance is a dramatic green and blue-hued mask with purple lips. Oh. I know, kind of hard, right? <laughs> There's two other clues that might make it easier, might make this character easier to figure out. It's a mask with green and blue hues and purple lips. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to take a quick go out on a limb. I'm going to say Kida from Atlantis, the Lost Empire. No. No? Okay. okay. No, it's not. This character is a slave to another character. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, it's the mirror from Snow White. It is the mirror from Snow White. High five, Sophie. <laughs> Thank you. The magic mirror. It, that was a good thought, one. That I was a good one. I never thought of right? that as a mask, though. I thought of it as just his face. Yeah. Well, because it moves with him. Yeah. And the third clue I thought would be the one you got it on. But I'm impressed. What was the third clue? The third clue was that this character has to tell the honest truth. Mm. And then I was going to, if you were having trouble, I was going to um, maybe introduce something about a questions questions they get asked and stuff like that. Yeah. But But here's what it says. It's just a little blurb. It says... The magic mirror is housed in an intricate frame. The face inside resembles a dramatic green and blue-hued mask with purple lips. The magic mirror is a slave to the queen, compelled to come when she calls and tell her the honest truth, whether she likes it or not. Yeah. And see, here's the picture. Can you see it? Yeah, I see it. With the, with barely, the way it looks like yes. a mask. I see what you mean now. See how it looks like a mask? Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's a good one. Good job, Sophie. Thank you. The magic mirror from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I, I just thought that was neat. So. And that's right. a good one to grab 
when I had totally forgot. And then I was like, you're telling the, your history. And I'm like, where's my book? And then I found it. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. That, that one was a really good one. I liked that one. I did too. That was a good one. That was a good one. And that was well played, Sophie. Good job. Thank you. All right, then. All right. Well, for Brenda, I'm going to give our little bit of wall. And I think this is cool um, on many levels, but I love that he said this. Walt said, I dream, I test my dreams against my beliefs, I dare to take risks, and I execute my vision to make those dreams come true. Walt Disney. The man. The man. The genius. Mm-hmm. The genius, exactly. Um, and that, my friends, wraps us up for this week. All Next right, week, we are switching back to Disney. Mm-hmm. And we are going to celebrate. We didn't put it in our cheddar, but April 22nd is the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom Park opening. And on the 24th, which is the following Monday, we are going to be celebrating the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom Park. So the idea behind it, from my mind, the way Mike works is he's going to talk about five things that he most loves about Animal Kingdom, and this is past, present. Um, I guess I can't really say future because we don't know what the future plans will be, but past and present. So, um, so five things that I've really enjoyed at Animal Kingdom Park. So get your list ready, people. Come up with your five things and let us know what they are, and I will post that in the group, in the Facebook group. But Sophie. Grogu and I hope you all have a great week that Mm -hmm. you are able to see the joy and enjoy everything that this week brings um, and that if there's something negative that you're able to see the positive in it Um, so have a great week and Brenda will be back next week and we will see see you you on on the road road. Bye. bye 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 everyone Bye, <laughs>